Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. My name is Dana and I am your host. Thank you for being here. Knowing that you are choosing to spend part of your day with me is a blessing that I uh, am a bit overwhelmed by. I love doing this podcast as a, really as a form of worship for myself and knowing that it blesses others is so satisfying. I recently had a comment on our Bible Bedtime Podcast Facebook group from Stephanie telling about how listening to Bible Bedtime really helps her in lots of different ways. That is a gift to me. So thank you, Stephanie. And you are in my thoughts right now as I'm reading tonight's episode. Now, every episode is somebody's first episode of Bible Bedtime. And if this is your first episode, then welcome. Let me tell you how the podcast works. In every episode, I read a full chapter of the Bible. After I read the chapter, I read from Proverbs, and I finish with the Lord's Prayer. Tonight is episode 184, and we are in season three. Because we're in season three, I'm reading the third book of the Old Testament, which is Leviticus, and we finished reading that a while ago. We are now finishing up reading the third book of the New Testament, which is Luke. And tonight, I will be reading from Luke 22. Before we settle in too much, it it would bless me tremendously if you would take a moment to rate and or review Bible Bedtime on whatever podcast app you use. As of tonight, we have 61 ratings on Spotify and 20 reviews on iTunes. And if you are one of the people who's left a rating or a review, thank you so much. Even if you're not leaving five stars, even if you are describing everything you don't like about this podcast, it still blesses others because it helps them learn about Bible bedtime and determine if it is something that would be helpful for them. Thanks. Now, as is our habit, we are going to Take a moment 
to start shutting down our day. Everything that you need to do today has been done. And anything else that you need to do can wait until tomorrow. Because now is the time that your Creator has set aside as the time for you to relax and rest and sleep and dream. And your rest, your sleep can be a form of worship because our Creator wants us to rest. He commanded us to rest. And who are we to question the architect of the universe? So put away any distractions. Turn off any lights that might keep you awake. Snuggle into your bed. Curl into that cozy sleeping position that is so comfortable for you. Get the pillows just right. Get the covers just right. And then feel yourself cradled by the gravity of the earth. And join me, if you can, in taking three deep breaths. One. Two. And three. Excellent. Luke 22. Now, the feast of unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. 
Then came the day of the unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed. But woe! to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them might be who would do this. Also, a dispute arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But 
You are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules, like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials. And I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred one on me so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now, if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag, and if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That is enough. He replied. Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching that place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, If you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. 
when he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted with sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance, but when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not. Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed, the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy, 
who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Christ, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied, You are right in saying, I am. Then they said, Why do we need to hear any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. And now a reading from Proverbs. I am reading from Proverbs 17, verses 1 through 10. Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and will share the inheritance as one of the brothers. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold but the Lord tests the heart. A wicked man listens to evil lips. A liar pays attention to a malicious tongue. He who mocks the poor shows contempt for their master. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. Children's children are a crown to the aged, and parents are the pride of their children. Arrogant lips are unsuited to a fool. How much worse lying lips to a ruler. A bribe is a charm to the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he succeeds. He who covers over an offense promotes love, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. A rebuke impresses a man of discernment more than a hundred lashes a fool. And we will end tonight's episode with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen.